0: Hey there, team money with friends. Happy Tuesday. We're going to get on the show here in just a second, but just a note about today's show and tomorrow's show. We had an issue with Bobby's recorder and unfortunately it really made it. So our engineer, Ryan had to crank up one channel whenever uh, Bobby talks so that you're able to hear her. We have since fixed it, but the bad news is We fixed it after those were recorded. For those of you that don't know, we record two episodes at a time, live on Facebook. By the way, you can catch us there, where it all sounded great. I was in the audience, Diane and Bobby sound absolutely wonderful there. It's at facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. So I want to let you know, you're going to hear sometimes some background noise. You'll hear Diane moving around, which you normally can't hear, but we've got the volume cranked up in some places so much that we couldn't avoid it for a second we thought about not airing these but these are such good discussions that if you've heard diane on our show before man with her background and all the things that she's seen she's such a wealth of knowledge that while we want knowledge and sound quality today we're going with the knowledge so our apologies about the sound i think you're still gonna love it let's roll on today's show
1: It is Giving Tuesday, but what if the cash is just not in the budget? We have specific ways you can donate to charity if you are tight on cash, including ideas from our money friends. Plus, our fantastic thought leader today, Newsweek Executive Editor Diane Harris, on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
2: And I'm Diane Harris, Newsweek Executive Editor and the former Editor-in-Chief of Money Magazine, coming to you from my home office in Montclair, New Jersey.
1: This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like... Newsweek Executive Editor, Diane Harris. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. This episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Tiller, your financial life in a spreadsheet automatically updated each day. Go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for a free trial and to, of course, support the show, which we are thankful for, my friend Diane Harris, as uh, we, uh, we enjoyed Thanksgiving last week.
2: We did enjoy Thanksgiving and it was just so calm, you know, in getting ready. It was every part of it was just a blessing. (laughs) Tell us what's going on at Newsweek. So Newsweek is, is good. We are continuing to uh, bring on new contributors. We're uh, doing some great deep dive stories. We just did. I I just did a story recently on the Apple card and the controversy about gender discrimination, whether the card discriminates against women. So it's been it's been a lot of fun and a lot of good work. Happy to be part of that team. But well, we love following all of your work there. Let's see
1: which friend is going to lead us into our headline today.
0: This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money, let's do this.
1: All right, Diane, you have this one. Go for
2: it. Okay, so this, this story is, comes to us from CNBC. It's very timely given that today is Giving Tuesday. How to donate to charity if you are tight on cash. And here we go. So, tis the season for giving. With the holidays around the corner, it's the time of year when many people think about helping those less fortunate than themselves. A global movement to encourage donations has even been created, called Giving Tuesday, which began in 2012 and falls on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, as in today. Yet, even if you are short on cash, you can still give back. There are ways to express philanthropy that don't require a big bank account, said Sarah Nathan, associate director of the fundraising school at Lilly Family School of Philanthropy. In fact, more than 77 million American adults volunteered with an organization in 2017, according to the 2018 Volunteering in America report from the Corporation for National and Community Service. Religious organizations top the list that Americans most commonly donated their time to, followed by sports or arts group and education or youth service groups.
1: With that in mind, here are ways you can give back for the holiday season and beyond. Give your time. Being a volunteer with your time is one of the best things you can do for a nonprofit. According to the 2018 Volunteering in America report, Americans donated nearly 6.9 billion hours in 2017, worth an estimated $167 billion in economic value. You can also volunteer your skills. You may be a writer, graphic artist, social media whiz, or have some other expertise that could help a nonprofit. What nonprofits really need is often skills that people have in their day jobs. Think outside the box. Soup kitchens and food banks are great places to donate your time. However, you can also think about other venues or activities that are often overlooked in your community. Be thoughtful about things you've observed. Usually you see something and think somebody should do something about that. That
2: somebody could be you. I love that thought. Donate furniture and other goods. That's another one. The next time you clean out your closet, think about donating the clothes and shoes you're no longer wearing. The same goes for any furniture or household goods you don't need, or even your old car. If you give them to a tax-exempt organization and you itemize your taxes, you can deduct the fair market value of the items. Involve your workplace. Think about your workplace as a community that can contribute to your efforts, said Nathan. For example, you may not have the resources to donate a ton of food to a food pantry or homeless shelter, but you can ask everyone in the office to contribute. For example, one jar of peanut butter, which is high in protein and therefore nutritional value. Join a board. If you do have time to commit, consider volunteering for the board of a charity. And do it in bursts. Don't feel overwhelmed at the prospect of volunteering if you're busy. It doesn't have to be something that is a long commitment.
1: I love the idea of that last part, the drop-in idea. I've done that a lot with things like my son's school because... If you agree to do something that's year long, like, and, and I love the people that do this, but you know, if you, you're asked to be class mom, that kind of thing, that's, or you're to run the benefit, that's kind of a long term thing. And you really have to make sure that you have the time because people are dependent on you. But you can always make such a difference if you just volunteer, even at the last minute, to work at the actual event, whether it's, you know, a, a holiday toy drive or donation center, like yeah. clothing, things like that. They need people for that stuff. And a check is always great. Money definitely matters, but manpower should never be underestimated. Even last minute drop in for charities that have room for that um, is really impactful.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great point, Bobby, you know, that you can, that you can, uh, it it feels like maybe, oh, I don't want to swoop in, you know, when there have been people doing this all along, but, but I think it's, I think it's great. There's always help needed at the, at the last minute. And it's especially great when you're doing it for a, a cause or an event or on behalf of someone you love, something that's really personally meaningful to you. Um, not just at this time of year, but, you know, throughout the year, that gives it an extra added something. Um, it, it just, it just really feels good. It's, it's good for you. And it's good for the organization.
1: I agree. We do this live in front of a Facebook audience. And we have Karen here with us. And she says, I donate my kids old toys to a woman's shelter, which is a wonderful thing to do. Because, First of all, that is great for the children of the women that are in the shelter, and it's also good because it's making a statement to your children, hopefully they're involved in that, that other children don't always have everything that they have. And then, of course, on a personal level, you're cleaning out your house, which is always a good thing, especially if you have new things coming in in the holiday season. Um, we also, I'll uh, oh, go ahead, Diane. I was going to ask. You well, before. I was just
2: just going to say, I think I, I agree with all of that. Of course I do, but it's also great to, you know, like if you're delivering something to say like a homeless shelter or organization, bring your kids with you, like let them catch you in the act of being charitable because that's how kids learn.
1: Absolutely. And we have, um. Uh, Jen says we volunteer at an office at a children's hospital fundraiser. Volunteering is 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 a great thing. Um, Jason is with us. He says he do the last minute. He does the last minute volunteer thing. Yeah, too. yeah. I think that's you know showing up, showing up.
2: Yeah, Show, showing up is is always great. And I love the idea when Jen said we. That implies to me that it's you know family, and that's a great thing to do together.
1: Diane, you have some responses from our Instagram uh, stories. We put this question out to our friends that follow us on Instagram at Pod. And we hope everyone listening here will also follow us there. We put out a lot of these stories in advance so that if you can't join us with our, for our live recording, you can also be part of the show.
2: So Diane, do you have those ready to share with us? I do. I do. So I, I so I love this. So made berry goods that give your time or ask for donations instead of gifts this holiday season. That's a great idea. Um, I am the real spoon. Donate time, donate items, make things to donate, share info with friends who can donate. Jason, I'd love that you're here with us. Donate your time. Many places look for volunteers. I still volunteer at soup kitchens, wrap toys, etc. Especially at this time of year, there are so many things. There are so many opportunities to help. Absolutely.
1: Any others there that you wanted to share?
2: Yes. Clean, crunchy mama. Love that handle. Your time. Um, Let's see. Uh, We have another one. Give time, make an appearance, donate blood. Now there's a great idea. It's always urgently needed at this time of year. York and Bell. That was cut off. I'm sorry. Vincent, don't. Volunteer instead. You can't give if you've overextended yourself. Help yourself first. That is an important point. Everyone is overextended at this time of year. Do what you can, not what you feel you have to.
1: I think that's an excellent point. Oh, here, I have the one that was cut off. It's volunteer your time and donate items in your closet. So that, that echoes what we've heard about donating old toys. You can donate anything, and that is definitely appreciated. Um, before we move to our takeaways, um, Dan, do you have any before takeaways? Any final thoughts on this?
2: No, just that, that this is the time of year when, when people are, are feeling most charitable, you know, give unto others. But remember, it's a year long thing. It's really a year long thing. And giving is especially needed now because tax changes meant that, you know, people are giving a little bit less.
1: That is true. But if, and if, and if it is something that you're changing because of taxes, remember that you can sort of segment your giving. So you give, maybe give more this year, pull them into 20, the 2019 tax year. And so you can get the deduction this year versus next year. You know, if you sort of gather them in one year and then skip, not skip a year, but sort of bulk them up in different years. I'm not really expressing that well, but I think you know what I mean, Diane.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Bunching up, Bunching your, up. your deductions.
1: Yes, to get more yeah. impact because of yeah, good. the tax tables have changed.
2: Yeah, I mean, the standard deduction is doubled, so it's much harder to take a deduction and to qualify for itemizing.
1: Very well said. I am clearly not as organized with my um, financial language today as I should be, but organization is a very important thing. And that's why we're so happy that Money with Friends is brought to us by Tiller, because that helps us all get organized. You can manage your money faster, and you can probably understand the terminology better if you've got yourself organized with spreadsheets from Tiller. It's the only service that really connects your banks to Google Sheets and Excel with your daily spending, transactions, and balances. And it's not like the financial apps that will force you to compromise these spreadsheets. You can customize them to what is going to work for you and really make them your own. Tiller makes them even better with automatic daily feeds of your spending balances and transactions, which is especially important in the holiday season. So you know where you are and you can make the right decisions for what you want to spend and maybe what you want to give in terms of cash for charity. Because I think a nice thing is to do a hybrid, do some cash and some showing up like we've been talking about. Tiller... You don't have to put the actual numbers in. You don't have to have different account logins. You just connect your banks once and then the transactions automatically are updated each day. So you set it up. And in this case, you can kind of set it up and forget it. I think it's good to keep looking at it. But in terms of the setup, you can, once it's set up, you can just be looking at. The data and not have to worry about going back and doing all the legwork each time makes it really easy for you guys. You go to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF, you can get a free trial there. And then by using the show link, you do help to support Money with Friends, and we do appreciate that. And uh, that's a way of supporting the show. Time for takeaways. All right. I always ask you this, Diane, we should arrange
2: this in advance, but do you want to go first or do you want to have the final word? Well, I'll go first on this one, and then we'll switch it next time. How's that?
1: Perfect.
2: All right. So most of the ideas that we've talked about involve donating time instead of money, which is great, but time is often an even shorter supply than cash, especially at this time of year. If that's you, it's okay to go back to giving money and just give a smaller amount because every dollar helps, and it helps you too. Research shows that when it comes to buying happiness, giving money to others is one of our greatest sort of sources of satisfaction. So you're helping others, but the act of helping others is helping you.
1: That is so well said. And I know personally, because you have supported a cause that I am raising money for, um, you really live what you say. Um, you really are the real deal, Diane. So I am so thankful to you
2: for your support and you really put your money where your mouth is. If that's is that right Thank answer? you. And you put your money and you, and your time. Very proud of you, Bobby. It's You do some really great work. Thank you. Um, but I think that's important that these are not absolutes. You don't have to give either
1: cash or your time. Give a little of both or a lot of both, whatever works for you. My takeaway is that you always think of the expression put on your oxygen mask first. They say that a lot, especially to parents, because our instinct is to save the kids first, which of course is natural. But if we don't save ourselves first, we're not there to save the kids. So if your finances are not in a position to give cash, it is also okay to not do it. Okay, These are awesome and needed things that we all can do, the various things that Diane and I and our many friends have discussed today. And the impact can be as much or greater than just writing a check. Um, So go for it. If that's where you are this year, that's awesome. And just do, do what's right for you. And we thank you for all of your contributions. And big thank you to Diane Harris for joining us. Thanks, Bobby. It's always fun. Always a pleasure. Where can people find out more about you and all of your projects on Newsweek and anything
2: else that you're up to? Just follow me on Twitter folks at diane Harris. that's where I'll, that's where you will find me and occasionally writing for Newsweek, mostly behind the scenes. okay,
1: well, behind the scenes, but she's being very modest because her byline is on more and more cover stories and stories in general. but uh, Diane Harris is definitely very prominent over there at Newsweek, and we are honored to have you as part of our team. Thank you and to all of our many friends, thank you so much for participating both in the live show and our and our Instagram polls and questions. <laughs> If you want to participate in the future, go to at MoneyFriendsPod on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow us. Stay close to the Instagram stories. That's where we usually post the questions and polls to be part of the show and get a shout out. And if you want links to this show's story, that we read the article, or to learn more about Diane and any of our other thought leaders or about the show, go to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And we look forward to hearing from you in all those places. On behalf of Diane Harris, I'm Bobby Rebell. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
0: This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamin's LLC, Copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, MoneyWithFriendspodcast.com.